Welcome to Short Stories, a podcast on mommyhood matters by the Shortest Tallman. I am your host, Maggie Tallman, the Shortest Tallman herself. Grab a cup of coffee or tea and hang out with me while we discuss everything mommyhood. I'll share with you a bit about my own life and stories and bring on some amazing guests who are real moms like you and me doing really amazing things. So let's get started. Everybody, so glad you're back for season two. I am totally pumped about this. I've just been kind of simmering on this and thinking on it. And I just, I had to come back. I had way too much fun in season one of this little podcast that I just felt like I, you know, wanted to do this again. And and what better time than to do it in January, right? January's like, you know, the whole, everybody's got their resolutions and, and these common themes of reflection and renewal and a reinvention of self, which sounds like super deep um, and usually lasts for like a day. Um, <laughs> so, of course, I have been in on all of this uh New Year's uh, reinvention of self business, and um, you know, I've I feel like I've been trying to kick up my game and and kind of reevaluating everything. Um, some of my favorite resources for you know New Year New Me type business <laughs> is um, Clean Mama. I've talked about that on my blog before. I just love CleanMama.net. I follow her on Instagram. On Instagram, she's just Clean Mama. Um, I love her system. Um, I don't, I'm not always totally dedicated to it, but her system is very simple and I feel, um, I don't know, it just feels, it makes housekeeping a lot less overwhelming for me. So anyway, that's kind of been a part of my new year. I don't even want to call them resolutions, but I don't know. I've just regrouped. It's been a regrouping. So, um, you know, kind of, I've printed out her calendar, put it in my mom, momager, um, binder And I've been kind of, you know, I've kind of regrouped to that. Um, Of course, y'all know I love Rachel Macy Stafford. Um, I haven't even told you, but back in November, um, I got to see her speak in person. And I met her and like we hugged and talked and it was kind of awesome. And I'm like doing the fanning thing right now, like the fangirling fan where I'm fanning myself. Um, So anyway, I'll have to tell you all about that. But She's just fabulous, and I love her, and um, I don't know. I just appreciate her honesty and her authenticity and her approach um, to life, to motherhood, to womanhood. So anyway, check her out. Um, I've written about The Alchemist also. Um, I just reread The Alchemist, and I feel like it was totally timely to reread that in December because, you know, obviously it's right before the start of the year. And, you know, I'm, I'm seeking my personal legend and listening to the universe of the world and or the, the language of the world and all that good stuff. Um, all of that, you know, the universe has your back stuff. Um, the Alchemist touches on that. And it's cool because The Alchemist is a novel. Um, obviously, you all know if you've read my blog at all or, or listened to my podcast at all, I'm like a huge self-help person, self-help book person. Um, and The Alchemist is not, you know, it's not a memoir. It's it's a novel. It tells a story. Um, so it's kind of cool, but it touches on all those themes. Um, 
I'm also super obsessed with the Super Soul Sessions podcast by Oprah. Um, I feel like she's talking about all of the most important stuff to talk about. And she, of course, she's Oprah, so she can bring on, like, the most ridiculous, amazing guests. Um, so I just devour her podcast regularly. I think she's got a couple. Um, she came out with a newer one and I can't even remember a masterclass thing or something. I don't know. Um, that didn't speak to me. I mean, I didn't really, I didn't even give it a shot. So maybe it would speak to me if I gave it a try, but the, the, her podcast that I am obsessed with is super soul sessions. And she also has an Instagram page for that too, with lots of inspiring quotes and, you know, little tidbits from the interviews. Um, I don't know. I just heart her. I feel like she's a real person, even though she's a real billionaire. (laughs) Um, And also, last year, um, I got to know um, someone called Danielle Laporte. She is an author, and she's really cool and funky. And she has this amazing book, excuse me, called The Desire Map. And It's all about New Year's resolutions, um, but instead of going after goals like, you know, I want to, you know, make a certain amount of money or save up a certain amount of money or, you know, live in this kind of house or, you know, get married by the state or whatever, all of these kind of extrinsic, um, you know, whatever things, um, she kind of, you know, realized that at the root of all of these types of resolutions that, you know, she would try to come up with. Um, at the root of it are these, you know, feelings that you want to feel. So in, um, the desire map, she talks about these core desired feelings. Um, and I haven't read her book. Um, actually, I, did I read it or listen to it or both? I can hear her voice. So I feel like I listened to it, but I also had, um, the ebook, um, so I could kind of read through it too. Um, at the end of it is like a workbook to help you come up with your desire map. Um, it is amazing. And if you in any way feel, you know, stuck or, you know, if, if you are not like a yogi guru that you're, you know, floating off the floor when you're meditating, <laughs> if you're anything less than that. Um, so me and everybody else, pretty much. Um, I'm telling you, the desire map is amazing. And I just looked it up for you. Um, and last year I got it for free, the ebook and the audiobook. And again, she's doing it for free. Um, and it, there's, uh, there's no catch to it at all. I mean, she has other books, so I'm sure obviously she's, she's hoping that if you like the desire map, you're going to like her other stuff, which I've heard is also totally amazing. Um, But the desire map is, I just feel like it's for everybody and um, it's awesome. So last year when I did it, um, can you tell I'm super excited and talking really fast? Um, Last year when I did it, uh, my core desired feelings that I kind of, you know, boiled down to, um, which are kind of hard to pick, but I, you know, I finally did whatever based on her approach, um, were joy. I talked a lot about joy last year. Um, I wanted to be creative um, how about this next one? Radiant. Isn't that a great word? I wanted to be radiant. Um, serene. I had, I had what? One, two, three, four. I had six altogether. So joy, creative, radiant, serene, connected, and authentic. 
So those were kind of my, everything I sought out, all of my goals were secondary to that, were secondary to those um, feelings that I wanted to feel. Um, so I wanted to be authentic. I don't know. I, I, I really kind of, I felt like I couldn't reduce it any to any less than these six. Um, and I feel like I've really kind of, you know, curated my life last year to, um, to help me achieve those feelings. And I think I did, I think I did okay. I think I did pretty good. You know, everything last year was, uh, was about seeking joy. Um, that joy was kind of, that was the, I don't know, the, the main one, I would say, um, joy is my compass. Um, joy is my guide, my inner guidance system as, uh, Jack Canfield, um, says in his book, The Success Principles, which I was introduced to by Oprah's Super Soul Sessions podcast. I love the Jack Canfield episode. But anyways, um, yeah, so last year was all about seeking joy. And um, this year, I've been kind of thinking about it. I didn't go through the whole core desired feelings process again. Um, I still may. I mean, it's only early January. Um, but I haven't done it yet. But I've been kind of just simmering on it for a little while. Um, and I've been feeling more and more attracted to, um, the, the idea of being connected along with the joy. Um, always joy that isn't disappearing. Do what makes, do more of what makes you feel joy. Um, do more of what makes time go fast. You know, when you're totally immersed in an activity and you don't even realize, you know, three hours has gone by, that's joy. Um, or it's mountains of laundry. I'm not sure what, because <laughs> both kind of give me the same um, loss of time. But anyway, yeah. So, um, so seeking joy. So with this connection bit, um, you know, it, it's brought me back to my blog and podcast, and I kind of separated myself from it a little bit um, for a couple reasons. One, um, I had that amazing opportunity that just kind of fell out of the sky. If, I mean, it felt like it fell out of the sky to teach kinder music. Um, and I loved it, but of course there was, you know, there was a sacrifice in a way of time there, a commitment. Um, I had to get trained in it, um, which is funny because, you know, I have a bachelor's and a master's in music education and, um, I taught for 10 years in the public school setting and, um, you know, and then embarking on this early childhood, you know, kinder music branded, uh, you know, uh, opportunity, um, I had to get trained in their, their approach. And, um, you know, it was like taking a college class in a way. I mean, it, I guess it wasn't quite that intensive, but, but there was, it was a lot. It took some time, it took me a couple months and I had to do a student teaching bit that was part of my training, so um, which was a lot of fun. But, you know, I mean, for all teachers out there, I mean, it was student teaching. <laughs> it was like kind of stressful in a way. Um, but I felt joy throughout the whole process. So I knew I was I knew it was the right thing for me to do. So anyway, I started in September and I loved it. Um, and it's part time, but, you know, there's a learning curve involved and, you know, it, it does take some time. So anyway, so I kind of, um, I got away from my blog a bit with that. Uh, my podcast, I was already in full force by that point. It wrapped up, I think in, when did I fire off the last episode? September, I think. I kind of, I've, because of the kinder music thing, I kind of fell off a little bit with my timeline, but I got it all out and 
super proud of it. And um, so once I, you know, once I did the podcast, it was, you know, published and done and, you know, tied up with ribbons and bows and and complete. Um, And, you know, when I was, as the year was coming to a close, I was thinking about, I just kind of kept being drawn to joy and connection. And I just, you know, was thinking back and thinking, gosh, you know, when I was blogging, I was super fired up. And when I did my podcast, I was super fired up. They, they um, require different um, parts of my creativity, um, different kinds of preparation. And um, I just, you know, I, I love them both. They both brought me a lot of joy. And I, I started to feel super compelled to, you know, get back in the swing of things. Um, so, yeah. So, you know, I just feel like my purpose is around this connection bit. I want to connect with you. I want to connect with moms. I have stuff I want to say. I have stuff I want to learn from you. And I just love our little, you know, mom community that we have, this little mom sisterhood thing that we got going on here. Um, and I want to be a voice within it. Um, I don't know what I'm doing. <laughs> Um, motherhood or blogging or podcast. I am absolutely making all of this up um, as I go along, every single bit of it. Um, you know, I'm not, I don't have a piece of paper from a training or, you know, a certification that can prove to you that I know what the heck I am doing and that I'm worthy of your time. But, you know, if you allow me, I will give you my best and, you know, hopefully we can seek joy and connection in this motherhood sisterhood thing. So my plan with the podcast is some of these episodes are going to be me rattling off alone, um, like right now. This is something that I feel like, you know, I was built for being an only child, <laughs> sitting in front of a microphone talking to myself. Sure. Um, you know, other episodes, I'm hoping to grab you know, some awesome guests to chat with. Um, and, you know, I was kind of thinking, you know, those, um, I don't know if anybody ever watches YouTube tutorials um, for makeup, makeup tutorials on YouTube um, that are above the age of 24. Um, <laughs> but sometimes I do. Um, I follow um, this one girl on Instagram. I love her. Um, oh, my gosh. What is what is she? Raw Beauty with Christy, I think, or something like that it's called. Um, I'll have to find her and, and really give her a proper shout out. Anyway, um, she has some YouTube tutorials that are, um, GRWM. This is like a thing on YouTube. I, I think I've figured out that these kids are doing, um, their GRWM is get ready with me. So it's literally, you know, she'll be putting on makeup and of course it's incredible when she does it. It's, a, it's, her skills are like amazing. Um, but as she's doing it, she's just chatting about random things and they're, totally um like they just drew me in and I just thought that format was really cool so I'm kind of incorporating that idea so really you know what I'm saying here is that you know I'm gonna be me so I'm gonna be you know unabashedly authentic which might be a little scary for you and for me <laughs> and certainly for my family uh, <laughs> But, you know, I can only do this if I'm being real. I can only sustain this if I'm being authentic. And it's 
to look at be successful if I'm authentic. Um, it's the only shot that I have of this being um, successful. So, you know, and I think this goes for everybody everywhere. I mean, you can only do the fake thing for so long. Um, it's, it's just not sustainable. So, you know, I'm all in. Let's do this thing. Um, all right. So a couple things I wanted to kind of talk with you about before I sign off this first little episode. Um, so local moms, um, I'm, of course, in upstate New York. I'm based in New Hartford, New Hartford, basically right in the center of the state. Um, and so in the Utica, the greater Utica area, um, and local moms, I, I'm going to, um, have a post on my blog about this. Um, I took my kids to the Utica public library, the UPL, if you will, um, over break. I hadn't been there in a zillion years. Um, I just, as, as funny as it sounds, you know, I've become like a super duper suburbanite and the thought of driving into the city with my little kids was just like, I don't know, too stressful. <laughs> which it sounds really stupid because the city of Utica has like 60,000 people in it. It's not that big. Um, but anyway, I, I, we dragged, I dragged them over the summer um, to the library because we're like a huge, um, we love to visit libraries. It's a great, fun, free thing to do and a change of scenery. And the UPL was, the, the children's library was closed because they were doing renovations. Um, and it used to be in the basement. So anyway, long story short, too late. Um, I took them there over, um, Christmas break and, um, you know, it's the new section is open and it's awesome. And I will have a post on my blog about it with pictures. Um, it's great. And I, you know, it's, it's, if you haven't been in a while, it's time to revisit because it's, it's cool. Um, it's a great change of scenery. Um, so I will also be posting a post about, and I'll talk about it in my podcast later, um, Tallest Tallman and I did a little weekend getaway in uh, Montreal and Quebec, Canada and Francais. <laughs> I'm such a dork. Um, but I will throw an article on the blog about it soon. Um, although it's in Canada and it's cold, and we went at the end of December, um, it's totally a place you can go to um, in winter. It's a really cool city. So I'll, I'll put some deets on, um, on the blog. Um, also, I'm just going to have a little sip of my tea here. A couple of things I'm, I'm also going to put on my blog. Uh, my blog. That was upstate central New York accent for you right there. Um, my kids' school did this plastic film challenge um, where the kids could bring in plastic film, plastic bags, whatever, saran wrap, Ziploc bags, anything that was plastic film. Um, and it's, it, it was awesome. It was spearheaded. I think it was a district wide. I could be making that up, but I know one of the teachers kind of coordinated it. Um, and she, you know, collected all of this plastic film and our school recycled, I not even sure exactly how much plastic film. Anyway, why am I telling you this? I'm telling you this because, you know, I'm a, a bit of an environmentalist. Um, I just feel like, you know, the single-use plastic um, that we consume, you know, across the world and certainly in my own little neck of the woods is like double OC. It's out of control. 
Um, and by doing this little plastic film challenge, I am totally on the bandwagon and I hope it lasts forever. Um, I have gotten into the habit of collecting plastic film and all you do is bring it to like any grocery store. They have a garbage, you know, a garbage can that's specifically for recycling plastic film. I'd seen it before and I just kind of was like, okay, whatever. Uh, And I never did it, but having this, you know, this challenge at my kid's school, um, got me to do it. And, you know, now I'm hooked and I feel, you know, I feel a lot better about, um, the amount of plastic that now we recycle. Um, so anyway, which also kind of, um, brings up, um, the last thing I wanted to tell you about. Um, so Netflix, it's so exciting. They have some new shows going out. Still haven't watched Bird Box yet. Maybe by the second episode, I will have seen it. Um, I'm totally intrigued, but, um, I was kind of scrolling through for something to watch and, Marie Kondo of the author of The Life-Changing Magic of Tidying Up has a new show on Netflix. I believe it's eight episodes. It is amazing. I've watched the first two. Um, I love it. It breezes through the book. If you've read the book, um, you know, of course, it breezes through. The episodes are like 40-ish minutes long, and each episode um, goes through one family's journey like basically they're coached by her you know she visits them multiple times and kind of coaches them on different things so in 40 minutes i mean even though it's netflix and it's without commercials i mean it 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 kind of breezes through things naturally um but it you know it certainly does go through and it's awesome you know watching her i mean she's hysterical she walked into this couple's garage, I think it was. I think that's the room that she was in. And she starts, like, jumping up and down like a child because <laughs> it was messy. And she was just like, let me. You could tell she was just like, let me at it. Like, I can't wait to help these people. It was awesome. Um, I read through her book. I kind of, like, went through it, um, I don't know, maybe at, like, 75% effort. Um, and I still do some of the things. Like, I still fold my clothes um, using the Marie Kondo or no, with uh, Marie approach, it's called the Marie approach. Um, and you know, but watching the show, I'm, you know, also the fact that it's January and I'm feeling all, you know, reflective and reinventing and all that. Um, I just want to go back and like, you know, go through the whole Murray um, method in my house again and, and kind of reclaim my house. And again, it's back to this joy bit because her, Main point, if you could boil everything down, her main point is um, only keep that which sparks joy. And that's, you know, that's very moving. You know, I mean, the concept of surrounding your house or surrounding yourself in your home with only things, you know, keeping stuff that only sparks joy um, is pretty cool. So anyway, we'll talk more about that, I'm sure. Um I'm going to leave you with a little hashtag momspo quote. I tried, you know, combining mom and inspo, short for inspiration. I try to like mash these, do these mashups of words. I don't know if they always work. But anyway, um, uh, so this momspo quote, sorry, I just got a text from Tallis Tallman and it gave me a big ding in my earphones and I was like, what? <laughs> anyway, I'm going to leave you with this. Um, this is my favorite. My I just consider it the gold standard of, of motherhood. Um, and this is the quote that my mother-in-law gave me. Um, the most important thing you can give your kids is a happy mom. And I think that's totally true. 
Um, the most important thing you can give your kids is a happy mom. So take that, do what you will with it. Um, doing this podcast and connecting with you makes me happy. I hope listening made you happy. And uh, tune in next week. Bye.